go. Let's turn that one off. All right. Oh, oh God. Okay. Uh, um, are we recording? Yes, we are. Hey, folks. Welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. Um, we're 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 uh, not quite um, awake mentally. Oh, I'm like half in bed already, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I know, God, we're two old farts here, like moving around and stretching out our muscles, like, oh, I had to move today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> From the living room down to the other living room. It must have been a hell of a journey for you. About a hundred feet. <laughs> Man, oh, I wanted to tell you about this before it slips my mind. Do you know they had to come up with a scale while they were making the drug Viagra? Oh, what? And the scale was actually called the Erection Hardness Scale. Uh, the wow. EHS. The EHS. Now, that means at some point... Some researcher with a straight face had to ask the question, shouldn't we measure these erections in some way? <laughs> and somebody else went, yeah, we should have a scale. <laughs> and there was some, you know, there was some guy who had to stand there and just watch him. <laughs> like with a stopwatch. He's like... Sagged at two hours, three seconds. Kill me. <laughs> just get back to watching it. Like, oh. Oh, my God. Worst job ever. <laughs> no, that's, that can't be the worst job. And this, this poor kid's going for his, you know, probably like biopharmaceutical degree or something like that. And, oh, it's just got to stare at a dong going flaccid. <laughs> I don't know. I think proctologists might be a little worse. See, I don't think so. You're not dealing with a whole lot there. I mean, what? Colonoscopies? Psh, use a hose for that. You know? And I mean, really, unless you're dealing with, like, anal fissures or anything like that, nothing about the butt's all that bad. Well, I mean, an anal fissure isn't that bad, is it? I mean, it's just basically like a terror rip. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's actually I mean, a rip in the skin, but I mean, it can be bad, especially for someone who's unhygienic or something like that. It can end up getting an infection back there, an abscess, which can turn into like a nasty wound around the area. I gotta look up pictures of that. Now I'm curious. Yeah, don't do that. That's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> But yeah, I heard about that scale and I had to tell you about it. I just thought that was disturbing. Nice. That's what I spent my week doing. <laughs> uh, me just doing all kinds of things. I, I cleaned out my fish tank, like completely emptied it, added... I got all the fake stuff out, so it's like literally I have actual rocks. They're real. They're not fake rocks, by the way. Um... Two pieces of wood. One of them has a teardrop, uh, some 
some weird plant called teardrop it looks cool small but um a few moss pieces um some other plant that i can't remember that i've had for like months on end that's not died yet surprisingly did you get a new fish no um i have one of those uh gecko no the plecos plecos it's a bottom feeder imagine yeah imagine like one of those sucker fish with the big round mouth that sticks on the things yeah those were and and yeah, imagine something that's like the front end of that and the back end is like a really small catfish. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Almost like a like a bullhead. Yeah. Like that kind of, yeah, okay, I got you. Except yeah. it's got that little sucker thing mouth and it sticks to just bring anything. Yeah, it's he actually does good for algae, which I don't mind algae because I've got plants in my tank. But yeah, he's... You, you have a freshwater tank, right? That's correct. I don't want to do the whole mess of a salt water. That is a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, it is. We took my son on a Saturday to the pet store. Like, full intention of getting him a pet. We were shooting for guinea pig. Would have taken hamster. So he's going around and looking at everything and loving it, and we're like, yeah. So do you want a guinea pig? He goes, no. <laughs> I was like, all right, do you want a hamster? No. Like, what do you want? He goes, I want a bird. I said, I said, you're allergic to feathers. I said, we can't have a bird. He goes, oh, then I'll take a dog. I said, no, this is a lead-up pet before dog. I said, this, this, is, this is a pet before dog that shows me you won't kill something. Yeah. And he goes, how about a fish? I said, no. I said, no, 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 we're not doing a fish again. And, like, so we were at this impasse where he was, like, well, looking at, like, the bearded dragons and stuff. And, like, I think they had a chameleon, but those are a pain in the butt. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, couldn't he just want a guinea pig? Most kids would love a guinea pig. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't want one. Drives me nuts, boy. Uh, what did I just do? I clicked a button on here. Yeah, Skype has changed, man. Has it? Yeah, it's like it just looks weird. Different. Uh. Oh my god. That scared the hell out of me. What? What? The loud noise or whatever that was in the background there. That was Jagger. Yeah, it scared the hell out of me. I've been watching a lot of... Okay, like, dude, I've been watching a lot of scary movies. It's it's October. It's it's my month. The time I get to, you know, get all weirded out with horror movies. So, the other night, I was like, I haven't seen The Conjuring in a while. And that was actually a pretty decent modern horror flick. And I went and I watched it. And I told my wife today, I said, our house makes a lot of weird noises at night. Like, we'll get loud bangs from different rooms, and you go in there, and nothing's moved, nothing's changed. And then, like, the other night, I was in the living room. I heard the bang. It sounded like it came from our bedroom. So I went in there. I'm like, maybe the cat knocked something over. No, Mm -hmm. nothing knocked over. I walked back out, and the cat's in the living room laying there. I was like, oh. So I'm sitting there. Bang! It happens again. I'm like, what the hell? There's no trees around us, nothing to bash into the house. But it is a, a loud, audible bang. And even my wife has heard it. 
And she goes, well, I didn't want to say anything to you, dude, so I don't want to sound crazy. I'm like, oh, good. So I'll just come out and get a crazy one. Like, evidently, I'm hearing loud bangs in the middle of the night. Yeah, I, that's what happened with when we lived in Maine. Our house did that. I mean, I I sit there and be laying down, and I would just literally look straight at the door, the bedroom door, and it would just open on its own or shut on its own. Oh, see, man, nice. And and we lived out. We lived in uh, Auburn, Maine, which yeah. we actually lived outside of this city. We were in the country. I mean, we the place had uh, I think you had five or ten stoves and everything there, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it still got 28 degrees inside the house during the coldest night of the winter. Jesus. Yeah, I know. See, man. I couldn't do it. We <laughs> put it this way. When I, when I, so I was stationed down in Fort, uh, I was stationed down in Fort Benning. And uh, they put us on Northcom, which is basically, you know, Northcom is where when you deploy, you deploy in the states for like natural disaster type shit, whatever. Okay. You know, or or it's like the riot guys where we put up, you know, where the shields and all that fun stuff and get to beat civilians. But uh, oh, that's always good. Oh yeah, you know, be the crap of Yes, 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 and you, it, no, you get paid for it too, free right. medical and dental. Uh, yeah. So came time to get out you know how you know almost everybody they go if they're gonna move somewhere and it's someplace they've never been they at least take on a little bit of terminal leave or something so they can go check the place out ahead of time i had two months of it yeah they they wouldn't let me do that at all so we had to do everything just by phone or internet you know not even step foot in this place oh now, my god i mean it was beautiful it was old the pictures um, were awesome when you when you when you would post pictures from there. I mean, they they were spectacular. They were, yes, yes, they were. It was a beautiful place. It was, and the garage was like it was one of those where the door that slides all the way open. It had that like a track and the huge metal wheel that I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You it didn't see left, that. It doesn't go but, up and down like a normal garage. It goes left oh, to right no. like a stable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like early 1900s style, and wow. uh, the house itself was uh, add. There was addition added to it at some point. I mean, when you go up the stairs from the front door, and you could either take a left into the di- or into the living room, or right into the dining room, or you go straight up the stairs. Like the wall on the left, <laughs> it just kind of bowed. You know, what oh <laughs> whatever the requirement is, which I forgot for you know two by four or for whatever every yeah they did not exist in that house. Totally did not exist. the The kitchen was huge. Um, yeah. And the place had wooden floors. The the everything creaked and moved. You know. Um, and then. Uh, the cellar, like our basement, was a no kidding cellar. Um, we don't have those down here. People who yeah. don't know, a cellar is like the bottom part of a house that is built into the ground. Oh yeah, you can literally crawl all around underneath the house. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, matter of fact, there was one night in the fall, I think it was. I went down because the steps from the kitchen <laughs> it goes straight down, very steep, and it's yeah, always the, are pretty short because by the time your feet touch the bottom your head just comes right out underneath the little overhang and <laughs> two feet from my right there's this you know area that's opening that goes from 
under the house to where animals tend to come in because they like to come in underneath the barn and then work their way from there. This was a bobcat. Big old paws. Nice. Hit about two feet from my face. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, I'm going upstairs now. Don't, don't worry about me. Pretend you didn't see me. Pack your shit. We're moving. Oh, We're moving. <laughs> Dude, my, my dog had, had, I had at the time. She was uh, white. It was Kalani. She was uh, like half, sh half German Shepherd, half uh, Siberian Husky or something like that. Um, she, um, she found a cat because we always get wild cats in the place. Like she got a hold of one and they fought. She killed it. Just tore. I mean, Jeez. it was brutal. I mean, this is a loving dog that she's gotten her butt kicked by cats before. She went all out on this one cat. <laughs> like I, there was a. I was on the outside and I'm like, what is going on? Because you could hear it when we were in the garage or in the kitchen. Cause it was underneath the kitchen and so i go outside i'm walking around like where's this going on it's got to be under the house so i removed this like panel from the wall <laughs> and there she is grabbing it by the neck you know it's just you can hear the the cat scream and cry and i'm just oh, like yeah. and they sound like like people when they cry like that too a lot i know i mean yeah a part of me was just like, go, Kalani, go, get it. And the other oh, part was like, this is horrifying. I mean, poor cat. <laughs> so. Oh, that bumps me out. It makes me yeah. like my cat. <laughs> and, we, and we had a pet cat, too. That's the that's screwed up part. <laughs> oh. See, we lived in a, uh, when, God, how long have we been together? been together a little while because we even had dom at that point but we lived in a house that was built in like 1903 yeah and, and i mean gorgeous house i absolutely loved living there but we had so much freaky stuff happen like i remember we, we had just moved in and i'd gone for a run around the neighborhood to check stuff out and did a six mile jog and i came back and i just kind of threw my shoes down and i was in the living room laying with my wife and one of my shoes went from laying on its side to standing upright as I watched it. <laughs> I was like, oh, we should not have moved in here. You know, at that point, it's like, all right, listen, if you're going to do this, at least have a decency to bring me a beer. Right. And I'll, or put the shoes up, man. Don't just put it upright. Put it up. Like, you know where they go. They go next to the bed. Just put them up there. <laughs> <laughs> be a little helpful that's all i'm asking oh wow yeah yeah that house oh yeah that that house man i tell you that it had it was see we didn't get a chance to check it out and the the problem the big problem we had why it was 23 degrees below or no it went 23 degrees that was the lowest it went inside the house it was because um we never got to check it out they're coming to find out underneath the house only a small portion of it actually had the uh um uh, what do you call it that fiberglass uh, uh insulation yes so we I, I literally bought we had rugs like a lot of the rugs i got from overseas i pretty much had to say okay you're not going to be like little look at so you're going to be st i'm stapling them over like uh, doorways oh like over God. the way 
I've got plastic sheets that are over windows. You know, I'm putting, we're buying cheap rugs to put on the uh, the bottom. Uh, you know, I mean, it was it was crazy. Just to, and that's by doing that, it actually warmed a little bit. And running both pellet stoves 24/7, and also spending a thousand dollars a month just to pay for the oil and run for the electricity yeah. for the uh, the oil. The oil thing running all of that the coldest part of the year 23 degrees man Dude. nope yeah nope. The, the the dog wore sweater when we just hanging out like we're all in you know t-shirt <laughs> socks sweatshirt maybe See, long underwear and this is I'd just rather, to hang out you know i'd rather deal with 120 days in the summertime man than deal with that kind of winter nope and our, we had a neighbor that really wasn't exactly a neighbor. Um, actually, he was the closest one. He was probably about a few hundred feet, whatever. And he was like, yeah, that was the coldest winter we've had in 30 years. I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, we get out here and this is what we get. You know, then it's like, you know what, let, let's move to Hawaii. <laughs> Best idea ever. See, oh, I was, yeah. I was smart. I went from Hawaii to Florida. Like, I stayed kind of tropical. I mean, you did a slow transition. I did. I really did. But, uh, yeah, because it, uh, <laughs> man, I mean, it was an adventure. It was actually a really cool house. We had, it was huge. There was so much room. I mean, when yeah. I say there was two living or two dining rooms, there was, well. The formal I, I dining guess. room and then the one, like, right off the kitchen. Uh, yeah, kind of right off the kitchen, yeah. sort of between that, and it was kind of like an LZ shape. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was one of those places, like, I went out into the woods, which is still our property. You know, probably like quarter mile, whatever, cut down my own tree, Christmas tree. Oh, my God. You know, what, you what, one of those. Manly yeah. man, you. Oh, it was cheesy looking, too. <laughs> I'll be honest. I got to show you. Charlie Brown tree, man. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I got to show you pictures. Of it. Oh, man. Okay. Definitely got to show you. <laughs> you I love it, though. You didn't have to cut it down, did you? You just kind of leaned on it and the damn thing broke. You were like, that's good. <laughs> well, no, it looked good at first until a majority of it just kind of said, you know, <laughs> we're dying. We're done. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm going to have to look for those pictures because that's on my old Facebook profile. That's somewhere on there. But yeah, I, I actually enjoyed that house except for the wintertime. Mm-hmm. You know, and although what was funny is the wintertime, I mean, the, the snow would pile up so much. I mean, you couldn't. We had a 2005 Chrysler Pacifica. And if you know those things, they're kind of a boat. They are. They're a good car. Ex- yeah, ours, they are. Ours is roughly. We have a Dodge Journey, so it's kind of on the same size level. Well, now we have a a, a, a Kia Soul, but nice, nice. Being on the island, it's it's better. 2015 Kia Soul paid for. I'm moving up in the world. But yeah, uh, I want to get a Mazda three hatchback for my next car. Yeah, well that that uh that Chrysler Pacifica was fine for out there. It was great, although it was buried during the winter time for pretty much majority of two months. I was about to say, is the Pacifica even like a four wheel drive truck? 
<laughs> no, but um, my uh, sold it to my uh, my uh, my sister-in-law, and so they're using that now. But that thing's beat up. But yeah, my truck's in the shop right now. It went up to start it the other morning. Nothing dead as a doornail. I said, "Well, hell, I probably left the radio on." Mm. So I went and got a new battery and threw that in it, and boom, cranked right up. I let it run for about ten minutes. Went out and checked it. No battery left. Okay, it's good. Went out this morning. Went to crank it. Nothing. I was like, "Are you kidding me with this shit?" <laughs> so my wife came home. She had to take her mom to get surgery today, but she came home. We jumped it and. Boom, took it right to my mechanic. I'm like, dude, this is what it's doing. And even his eyes got big. He's like, oh, I'll look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good when you, even your own mechanic's like, well, shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is pretty good, yes. This is going to cost me. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It could be just a low drain on something, something shorted out, or maybe it's the whole starter motor's gone. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not mechanical that way. Uh, I am. I just uh, kind of need to get my myself mentally back in there again. I'm... I can moderately fix a motorcycle, work on lawnmower, stuff like that, but cars, they, they just escape me. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know why. Maybe because that's what I know, and it, to me it just seems like it's uh, just easy, I guess. Well, I know if I broke it down correctly, like to, to learn more of what I was looking at, like, yes, these are the cooling parts, you know, and you kind of like diagram it, you know, just by looking at the engine, you know, but I just don't know them well enough, their setups well enough to do that. Yeah. I, are we recording? Are yeah. We? Okay. Oh, All right. Oh, good. 20 minutes into it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always good to check again. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, so See, we're decorating for Halloween, getting everything all set up. Um, I'll actually Matt, be off for it this year. Um, I, I forgot. Jag, Jagger's in like a, some dragon or something. I can't remember. Um, now, my, my wife watches this show. Um, God, I can't remember the name of it. Pretty much where the women, it, it's some like weird, somewhat futuristic movie where the women, the rich women, you know, their wives and those that are poor or whatever, they're basically used for breeding and they wear like these red dress outfits. You're talking about The Handmaid's Tale, man. Yes. So she's going to dress up. She's already got the outfit. So she's going to dress up as one of the handmaids and I'm supposed to be one of the lord something or i don't know one of the guys yeah you've never read the handmaid's tale the book no i've seen a few episodes it just doesn't interest me no 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 no. read the book man i don't really it's i'll be honest with you it's kind of hard to read nowadays it's get the audio book yeah but go for the literature on it it's like uh you know, watching a movie called 1984 and reading the book 1984. You know, yeah. you, you're going to get so much more just by, because that is an awesome book. I read it when I was a teenager and it still, you know, unnerves me to this, to this day. 
Which one, 1984? <laughs> well, I read 1984 when I was a bit older. I think I was about 19 okay. when I read that. But I read The Handmaid's Tale when I was like 13. Yeah, I never did read that that I, that I can recall. I mean, it just, from seeing the TV show, it just doesn't ring a yeah. bell at all. But now the... 1984 I, I remember that reading i was it was right before my teen years matter of fact at a pretty young age i read uh, animal farm yeah i read that in junior high which i couldn't believe they were teaching that in junior high i'm like really are we are sitting here learning about communism with pigs I, <laughs> I believe honestly i think it was like fifth grade when wow. i uh but uh but yeah, I think it was right around that time, and I loved it. I loved it. Matter of fact, after we, because uh, each class or each day we had to read, we would read some in class, and then we'd go home, we'd have to read so many pages. Yeah, yeah you'd be assigned 30 pages that night or whatever. Yeah, and so then afterwards, what we did was, uh, once it was done, we watched the movie, like that cartoon yeah, movie, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. That's yeah. up there with like the secret and Nim and Dark Crystal for freaking kids out for an entire generation. Oh, I love Dark Crystal. <laughs> no, it's, it's great. I mean, it's a fantastic movie, but it is like watching it now because I watch it late at night and stuff when I get bored just because it's throwback and it's fun. But like I would never show that to my son at five years old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But, like, but it's like that with all the old Disney stuff. Like this guy randomly finding a corpse in the woods and kissing it. Like, you know, this is disgusting. You know, or well, not Sleeping Beauty. It was uh, Snow White asking for the heart. Like, mm. holy Jesus. No. Nice. Like, and, and our parents were just like, yeah, watch it. Love it. Disney's great. <laughs> was it disney <laughs> probably been better off watching scarface for christ's sakes jesus yeah yeah true which, which i did watch at a young age i think i was i think i was about six or seven when i first watched scarface um i don't remember how old i was i remember i was living in new york still so it wasn't second grade yet jesus mm. That says a lot about my upbringing right there, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what did you have to talk about today? I looked up a couple things. You know, I, honestly, I, I'd really slack this week. I, I just kind of uh, mentally, I just been out of it lately. So um, I do have a little bit on Mad Jack Churchill. Mad Jack Churchill, uh, the guy charged into battle with a, didn't he have like a broadsword and uh yep. bagpipes? Nah, I, I don't know about bagpipes, but yeah, broadsword. Ah, yeah. And one of the old uh, Scottish long broadswords, like from, uh, from Braveheart, right? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, I do remember seeing pictures of that. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I went uh, a little uh, little above us with uh, Boots. I believe it's called Boots, B-O-O-T-E-S, Void, up there in the cosmos. And I also looked up, I had never heard of it, 
And I, I do love cryptozoology and that kind of Loch Ness monster, Yeti, Bigfoot type stuff. And I found something on the uh, the Michigan Dog Man. Nice. Yeah. And uh, it was actually like clumped into a whole bunch of other stuff. They talked about like the Mothman prophecies and all this kind of stuff. And I had never heard of this, so I wanted to look it up a little. So I looked it up, and I, it's pretty neat. So it's Halloween, so we'll talk about a little bit of weird stuff. Why not? Or it's 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 October for me. It's Halloween all month. I just look. It's October. It works for me. Dude, I, I want to mess with my neighbor so bad, setting up something scary in my garage. But, you know, it's our first Halloween here. So I don't want to become known as those psychos down there. Like, uh, not yet. <laughs> like, seriously, I have this idea of putting up black plastic and fake glow-in-the-dark blood and have, like, bodies that look like they're real hanging from inside. And, oh, I got so many ideas. You know, I when I was stationed at Fort Benning, you know, the home of the infantry, I was living on uh, housing, and we I got reprimanded and threatened with uh, uh, fines and everything because our decorations outside the house was too disturbing. I'd love that. That is awesome. I still have a picture. I'm trying to find it on my phone. That that's a badge of honor. <laughs> you should put that in every yard you move into of every house. Oh man, it it, it was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie, it was you know it kind of went all out. Matter of fact, I think it was the same year that our pumpkin literally melted. Oh my god! Like it when I say it melted, it was within like a week or two because it was just too warm. Oh, and I thought you threw in a phosphorus grenade or something. No, no, that that's. <laughs> pretty good idea but uh no it like it melted i mean and it was just like toward this liquidy nastiness and so when i finally you know cleaned it up and everything and i'm trying to scrub this stain would not come out so that stain is probably still there on the front porch <laughs> that's awesome i know it is you left you left your weird little mark there <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is so great that you get a reprimand that your your front was too disturbing. I, like yeah, my my buddy growing up, Mike Montez. Me, him, and his brother. His brother was Brian Montez. Like my sister and their sister were friends. Our parents were friends. We all played soccer together. Like two close families. But their dad Eddie would go out so much every Halloween I still remember we were dressed up in the front like fake dead people like we had cheesecloth over our heads and all raggedy clothes just playing dead because we were supposed to jump up and scare people and this guy was walking his kid down the driveway and he actually said the words oh shit not this guy again and I was <laughs> like I want to be him like for me, there was no bigger compliment than this dad freaking out, like, what is this guy going to do to my kid this year? Like, he had warped this person. <laughs> and that I, is awesome. I know. When I heard that, I was like, that is the best thing I could ever hear on Halloween, is them walking on my driveway going, oh, shit, not this guy again. <laughs> We had uh, uh, Jagger did the uh, whole uh, uh, the mask with um, what is the jigsaw mask? Oh, he did not. Oh yeah, you haven't seen the pictures? No, 
I didn't oh see my. those. Really? Yeah. You're going to love them. We even had the, the red tricycle, too. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, I'll have to look yeah. them up. I'll show them. I'll oh, send them to you. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, Dom this year, he's uh, he's got his Iron Man costume. He's been wearing it every night now for about a week. And uh, we asked him, I was like, well, what do, you, what do you want me to be? He goes, you'll be Spider-Man. I was like, okay, yeah, I can do Spider-Man. So I got to lose a few more pounds, but I can do it. And I said, who's mom going to be? He goes, mom's going to be Hulk. <laughs> I was like, all right, now I feel kind of like, uh, like a letdown here. <laughs> so hey, at one point in the Marvel Universe, um, and like, no, seriously, uh, at one point, Spider-Man was considered the fourth strongest uh, superhero. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure my son doesn't know that. <laughs> I mean, this was like the 60s, maybe, or 70s. I think it was like, yeah, the somewhere maybe around the 70s, I think. But, yeah. That's just a little tidbit of information for you people, you know. Well, Con- thank you convers- for trying to make me feel better, but just, you screwed that all up. <laughs> Conversation starter for the, uh, uh, while well, you're in the bathroom, John, in public restroom. Another good one is alpacas don't uh, pull grass up. They actually bite grass from the top down. That makes them uh, actually better for keeping your lawn than uh, goats. Yeah, because you can end up pulling it up, and you know you do yeah. that, you're not going to have growth. You're better at chopping and chewing. And and they also don't have hooves. They have soft feet, so they don't trample your grass either. Nice. I need to have one. Well, you need to get two because they get lonely. Okay, well, I mean, I have two dogs. I don't know, that, if, I don't know if that's I don't know. true, and it's just a lie perpetuated by alpaca salesmen, but I feel uh, that's a pretty bold lie. If um, alpaca salesman. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a pretty honest community. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure what to say with that, to be honest. I'm just saying. It's either a fact or it isn't, but it seems like a pretty bold lie. Yes. And I've heard it a couple times. But I also heard that with guinea pigs. Like, guinea, guinea pigs, pigs get lonely. I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is true. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have I, heard that. Okay. Hope I'm not confusing guinea pigs and alpacas. Those are two wildly different animals. Um, are you on Facebook Messenger right now? Am I on there? No. 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 I'm going to send you three pictures right now. And this is the uh, the jigsaw. Okay, four pictures. One's the Christmas tree I had in Maine. Okay. I'm as giddy as schoolgirl. Wait, oh, wait, here we go. Oh, man, that is so good. That costume is so awesome. Yeah, that, the shirt, everything. God, that is good. That tree is sick. <laughs> <laughs> what? You put that in the house as a Christmas tree? That is supposed to remind you that nature is around a corner. Don't worry, we're going to make it. That tree says, man, we all going to die. It's the Donner party up here. Start chewing on your own leg. <laughs> Okay, folks, we're, we'll put this on our Facebook page so you can see this. 
you get you're gonna laugh out of this, but I will honestly tell you this Christmas tree is survived throughout the winter, okay? And we actually decorated it. Now granted the heavy stuff we couldn't put as much on because the limbs were down. you could put two balls on the other side to keep it kind of balanced. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh That's man. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. You cut that down yourself, he said, with pride. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Show me that fucking <laughs> I was so happy. That's awesome. Uh, that I think is... like a week later, I was just like, this thing is horrible. <laughs> That's a good one, though. That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as thick as you want. No, no, not even close. <laughs> but man, that's not a bad tree. That ain't bad for cutting it down your dang self, and it lasted the winter. That's pretty good. I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm yanking the chain. I never done nothing like that. I drive down to the corner. We had a plastic tree. Yeah, it was. It was. I remember going out for it. It was just wickedly cold. Oh, I can imagine. My hands were freezing, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna get this small one. This will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be happy with this, goddammit. <laughs> Nobody else's ass is out here freezing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every year we go to pick the tree, me and my wife. We, and, of course, we're, you know, regular, I guess say regular people. We don't have a plastic one. We go get a fresh one every year. And we go down to that lot and we spend, you know, the hour while I follow her around nodding a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. But that other one's fuller. Yeah. Yeah. But and of course, when you, when, you, yeah. when you point and, and you start getting ready to talk and then, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, yes, dear. Yes. Yeah. That's all, yeah. that's all I do. That's my whole job from Thanksgiving to after New Year's. Just kind of nod and say, yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go to dinner with them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's wrong? Did it die? It did? Dang. Okay. Um, do you have a story? Are you there? Recorded. Okay, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, that was better. Must have just dropped signal or something. Hey, buddy, what's the battery level? Zero. Okay, I'll get a charger. Hey, um, I'm, I'm going to go get a charger for the boy's phone real quick. Um, get a charger, man. You start the... the, the um, Which one? Michigan? You want Michigan Dogman first? Or you want Bots Void? Boots Void? Um, Michigan. I'll probably miss the first 45 seconds, but entertain him. I'll be right back. Okay. So we're going to talk tonight about the Michigan Dogman. Now, I told you earlier I'm a big fan of uh, kind of cryptozoology, Bigfoot, Yeti, Loch Ness Monster, Chupacabra, all that kind of stuff. I love that stuff. And, uh... I heard about this featured in a video, actually, and it was kind of crammed between um, Mothman prophecies, 
and uh, some kind of UFO is spotted in Mars. I'll put the Mars rover. So <laughs> uh, take that as uh, whatever credibility that you like. Uh, but the uh, Michigan Dogman is described as a werewolf-type creature. First reported around 1887 in Michigan. Sightings are from all over Michigan. In uh, 1987, popularity was regained with this when a uh, local radio disc jockey made a song of all the uh, supposed sightings and descriptions of this uh, being and it brought it more to a public light. The first sighting in uh, 1887 uh, was reported by two lumberjacks that saw uh, a creature they described as having the uh, like a man's body but a dog's head but oversized like it was all extra big in uh, 1938 a man was attacked by uh, five wild dogs stating that one of the dogs had walked on hind legs and seemed to almost be in control of the group in 1961 a security guard was able to take several pictures of uh, the supposed Michigan dog man uh, the photos have not been analyzed as of yet. So <laughs> that was 61. No one still really looked at the photos. That tells me there's probably something fishy about them. Fishy? In a, fishy. Fishy. In uh, 2001, a person stated that the dog man was stalking up the hill behind their home. They could see it on their home security cameras, though no video was obtained. And uh, shrieks and splashing could be heard in the swamp near their house now this area was inhabited originally by the uh, Cheyenne Indians and they established a group of soldiers that they called uh, the dogmen and these particular warriors would spend years studying getting in touch with their animal spirit uh, taking on the mannerisms and uh, even in some cases supposedly shape-shifting into these animals now this is one of the legends that they believe could be an explanation for this and uh, supposedly air quotes supposedly all the uh, dogmen were killed off by the US military but according to local legend uh, the elders that had survived and that knew this practice taught it to the younger generations and taught them how to shape shift and now we have these young people roaming the wilderness no known deaths or attacks have ever been attributed to the Dog Man of Michigan. Uh, they had one noted one, 1938, a 17-year-old uh, was confronted by a massive black dog which stood up on its hind legs and stared right at him with piercing blue eyes. He shot at the creature, which quickly fled, and in an interview later said, I know it sounds strange, but I feel like it was smiling at me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so good that he added that. Oh, wow. I thought that. Uh, but, I mean, so much weird stuff happened back in, like, the 30s, you know, the, you know, 1910s or 20s and stuff. So many weird things happened that oh, yeah. totally misconstrued, totally misrepresented, especially if you're getting quotes from people who were 50 years later, you know. I mean... Yeah, some people may remember an event like that, but a lot of people won't. Yeah, I mean, it's like you could have 
the Bigfoot or the Swamp Ape or something. So the Swamp Ape was big during the uh, southeast Florida and all that. I mean, yeah, yeah, it could be just a skunky. Yeah, I mean, it it could be just a really hairy homeless guy named Bob who rolled around in the mud all the time. It could be, or it could be, especially because they were reporting, like the earlier ones were from the early part of the first century or the 20th century, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s. So, I mean, you're talking about a time, too, when wolves roam the land. And, I mean, wolves, I don't know if you've seen many, but they're not really small creatures. No, wolf is, I I find them actually beautiful and, uh, I'm going to say the word, majestic. But, I mean, they can get pretty damn big. Oh, yeah. So, I don't doubt that, you know, even or even seeing a, a bobcat or a mountain lion in that area, I don't think was unheard of. So, you know, mm. I, I, I don't take a lot of the earlier ones to actual credence. I think the later ones are just kind of popularized, you know, to, to bring notoriety or their 15 minutes of fame. If it is real, I think it's super cool because there's... Mm some kind of large weird dog thing running around Michigan which why yeah. Michigan ah uh, it, it's Michigan yeah but why Michigan why North Dakota well in Florida in Florida and Ohio why those places yeah. I see I don't get Ohio I've been to Cleveland I was not huh. impressed oh okay <laughs> but those do that i mean there is a lot of forest you know michigan ohio north dakota has a lot of open spaces yeah and I, the wolf is you know in not any particular type of wolf but just in general my favorite animal by far is the wolf second would be bigfoot but you know that's a different thing did you read that thing about when they reintroduced the wolves into Yellowstone? Um, I I, I remember hearing about it. I, I got it somewhere. Um, yeah. I picked it up, but because I mean they're very important for the uh, the populace. Matter of fact, there's a TV show out nowadays, and it's a guy up in um, it's Montana or Michigan or somewhere up there. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually uh, has they take the rescue and take care of wolves, and um, he actually uh, hires veterans, you know, that are suffering, going through problems after they get out. And it's it's there's a show, I mean, on it, right? I don't oh, remember wow. what it's called, but but yeah. Um, as far as a wolf, I mean, yeah, they get huge. They will get they huge, and uh, it's not uncommon for them to. Like for a house, for instance, they'll come up to a house. They will look in through windows, but you know, and what they'll do is they'll take their two front. They'll, you know, they'll kind of not really leap up, but they'll kind of stand up and use their two front paws just to kind of balance themselves. And they yeah. will look inside of a window. That's what I mean. I mean, all I think all of it can kind of be explained, especially the earlier part. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I, that's the only reason that if I don't know. I, I like that it can be explained, but it's still a neat piece of, I don't know, folklore, I guess you could say. Or urban legend would probably be the more apt word for it, or phrase. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're intensely smart animals. And they're pack hunters, so they're, you're going to have a bunch of them out there. So, especially if you have a couple 
think about it. When you ever see them moving in a pack, it almost looks, especially from above, like a big snake line. Because they all do kind of keep in line. So it can look like a bigger creature, too, I guess. If you yeah. see a couple I of mean, close together. Yeah, and they have a pattern. I mean, they're, you know, when, when you mentioned the smart, I mean, they, they are very much so. Because typically, and you've probably seen stuff on this on, uh, uh, what do you call it, documentaries. But they'll put some of the weakest and oldest ones up front. Um, all the way in the back, you'll have your uh, your pack leader, your apex. Um, and I, I don't say alpha because that's that whole term in general is just... But I'm talking your apex, your, you know, the leader. You'll have... Um, um, Usually your children are in the middle, you know, mm -hmm. and they have mother or somebody with them, either front or behind them, or both. But yeah, you, you'll have your oldest and your weakest up front, your leaders in the back. Mm -hmm. And and scattered throughout, you're going to have those that are defenders, so, you know, they're ready to go out and defend or attack what needs to be. So, I mean, they're very, uh, you know, as a social network, they're pretty intelligent. Yeah, they Probably more intelligent than humans are. Well, I, you know, when it comes to instincts of survival and stuff like that, I think we're really poor. I mean, yeah. honestly, think about it. Take uh, away somebody's Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook for two hours, they freak out. Well, I mean, look at us just with a perfect example. I hate to bring it up, but it's these hurricanes we just had here. I mean, you have people who are without power, water, anything for three days. And we're, we're shriveling up and dying. Yeah. You know, because we're just not, you know, I'm not trying to say these aren't tragic, but we're just not built to to survive that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a species. That's why these, you know, I'll still do it. You know, I'll still, I still stockpile ammo and, you know, foods we can live on and stuff like that just in case something happens. But, I mean, come on. If something happens, the big guy on the block's just going to kill me and take all my cool stuff. <laughs> That's typically what it is. And, and like, we're, for instance, we're in, in uh, Oahu, extremely populated. And, you know, you just an example, you remember that day that the earthquake hit and, you know, we took all, quickly took all the beer we had in our fridge, put it in a cooler, oh. shared it. And then I don't remember, I think we went out trying to find food at, I think we found it at the stadium, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, people were out, you know, for you know almost twenty-four hours. Some places on the island, you know, for like two days, and yeah. people were freaking out. And I mean, if if you look at it, if it's something a little bit bigger or something like that, you're gonna think about crime. That's one of your biggest things you're gonna have. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, you can look at instances for, you know, Harvey, I don't believe, was as bad as Katrina was. And it's just, you know, people not prepared. You know, what, what are you going to do? You will do anything and everything you can, no matter how illegal it is, just to so you survive or you and yeah. your family survive. And it's pretty sad because, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you right now, and I try to tell my family, and I don't think they really do believe me or they don't want to, you know, think about it. But, I mean, it's true. I've, you know, why do I have a whole bunch of blades in this house within like a 10-foot reach of anywhere I'm at? Yeah. It's... Rampant paranoia? <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> very. 
and I might have an actual psychological problem when it comes to that. But on the other side is, you know, hey, if we happen to get attacked or something, I got it. Look, and I'm also just saying, <laughs> I'm not above eating my neighbors. Like, I've already kind of got them planned out. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think I could do eat humans. That would kind of go a little bit against my... I, 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 I could do dogs. And I love I dogs. A, I got enough Texas Pete to make anything taste good. I'm going to get you through this. <laughs> it's a lot of Texas Pete, man. Do you have more water than Texas Pete? I just want to know. No, but I got one of those things you can pee in, and it makes you fresh water. Oh, yeah, I got one of those, too. Yeah, so we're good to go. I got a couple of those. I got a good bunch of water, to be honest. You know those big old five-gallon things, the blue things that you would turn upside down and put in the machine? Yeah. I mean, those things were great just in general, just for, you know, water. And in same thing with bottle of water. Um, you know, got the little gallon things or the, the crates of, like, you know, the singles. And here's the thing, people. When you have expiration dates, you know, it's the water's not going to go bad, folks. Okay? It's the container itself has a certain rating, and it's actually very lenient or should i say you know Wasn't whatever that, that rating date even supposedly like i always heard this rumor maybe you can clear it up isn't the expiration date on a water bottle actually for the bottle when the bottle starts breaking down not for the yes. water yes it is for the bottle and when you say breaking down i'm sorry but they're a little bit you know they're really liberal on that expiration date okay if you're truly worried you know, keep the water out of direct sunlight. If you have a gallon of water, put a cap of bleach in the shake it up. Yeah. yeah. And leave it for another month or so. It'll be fine. Yep. Oh, man. I don't think I told you. Like, okay, so I hurt my thumb. Oh. Right? Yeah, like cut the webbing in between my thumb and forefinger. Like, oh, yeah, you told me that last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah, like sliced it open. Oh, dude, it's healing nicely, healing nicely. But did I give you the recipe for that cleaner? No, I think it was something like your salt, um, no. alcohol. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm talking about for the drink. That's. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that was plenty of whiskey. Got that <laughs> feeling better. But dude, this <laughs> the cleaner for my oven, dude. No joke. Two ounces of Dawn. Four ounces of lemon juice, eight ounces of vinegar, ten ounces of water. And it completely cleaned that oven in less than three hours. And we didn't have to scrub a thing. We literally just went in and wiped it out. Wow. All natural, no chemicals besides what's in the dawn. But hell, they clean baby ducks during oil spills with that. Come on, it's dawn. Yeah, I mean, you can use it on dogs, too. See, I mean, it's a great stuff. So it... it I will tell everyone about that, about that cleaner. And I found it on Facebook of all places. Yeah. You know what? Totally. Uh, I'm. Did I, uh, did this record? Wait a minute. Hold on. Um, are we, okay. We are recording. Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> That's awesome. My paranoia. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's good. I like it that you do it. I, I have a problem. 
But <laughs> all natural cleaners and stuff, I used to never like really put much credence in them. But since you, I've I've used some of them, man, some of them are really good. Some of them are complete dog shit, but some of them are good. Hmm. You know what? I'm uh. Okay, hold on. Tell me what it is again. It's two ounces of Dawn. Two ounces of Dawn. Just the regular old blue stuff. Uh, four ounces of lemon juice. Four ounces of lemon juice. Eight ounces of white vinegar. Eight ounces of white vinegar. And ten ounces of water. And ten ounces of water. Yep. And you just, what, put it in a container, shake it up, mix it together? That's it. I just put it in a squeeze bottle, man. Okay. I do that little on the... Uh, I have this thing on on uh, uh, you guys ever heard of Facebook? They have a <laughs> they got Facebook Messenger. It's really cool. You can talk to people individually or in groups. Um, there's a button on there I use for I've been using for taking notes. It's that little microphone thing. So in case you weren't wondering, yeah, it's easier to type. Trust me, I, I still a pecker. I'm not a typer on phones. <laughs> But yeah, um, in case you were wondering why I was talking out loud, repeating, it's because I was recording so I could... Is that my memory? I'll forget. Actually, I just forgot. <laughs> okay, should I, should I go over mine? Sure, sure, sure. Alright, so I, I've got quite a few pages on here and I have not gone through and uh, highlighted which is fine I won't read the whole thing you guys will fall asleep now let's see where is Rockabye <laughs> I'm sorry I forgot what website this was but um Lieutenant Colonel John Majak Churchill. <laughs> he had a motive or a moto. Let it out, buddy. Let it out. I am. It's all okay. Right. Now, Lieutenant Colonel John Majak Churchill had a motto. Any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. He was referring, of course, to the basket-hilted Scottish broadsword that he armed himself with during battle. And no, Mad Jack Churchill was not a Viking warrior or a medieval knight. He was a British Army officer who fought during World War II. That's right, while everyone else was firing rifles and loading their tanks, Jack Churchill preferred uh, some good old-fashioned hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. In addition to his sword, he occasionally used a longbow. Uh, I mean, it's, can you think? I mean, on a psychological level, everybody's got, you know, there's automatic rifle, well, same on whatever. They, everybody's got rifles, cannons, tanks, you name it. Well, yeah. This I mean, dude, was, you know, if, if, you're in a, if you're in a firefight with this and then the guy next to you, Kills over dice from a from a air bow and arrow, and the next thing you know, you turn around looking at a dude with a giant broadsword. On a psychological level, that's gonna screw you up, okay? I, I, I would flip out. <laughs> Sitting mean, there with my grand, like, what? Yeah. Going on? Wait a minute. Wait. 
Where are we? What time? What time? Do we go back in time? Right? Yeah. I think you're looking at Robin Hood for a minute. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's why I love about this guy. And it's not just his story. It's just the fact that, you know, what he chose was such a psychological mindfuck to his enemies. You know? And in, in warfare, if you guys don't, you know, and, and for those of you that listen that have served in the military and, you know, you're aware of, you know, combat t- tactics and everything, you know, that you, you can understand just on a, you know, you know, a psych- psychological warfare you can use to your advantage. And that thing alone, just, you know, a dude with a, lo- a broadsword and a longbow, you know. His enemies going to be confused. They're not going to be in the right mind, you know. And no, just that alone, that, you know, helps turn the tide. All right, let's get back to this. Um, Churchill's life was uh, badass from the beginning. He was born in 1906 in Hong Kong. His father, Alec, was appointed the director of public works in Hong Kong. And the family allowed, uh, or family followed him to Asia, where they lived until 1917. During this time, Churchill got his first taste of adventure. He would often explore the rural areas around the city when his family moved back to their native England. The desire to explore continued. Now, Churchill entered the Royal Military College in Sandhurst and graduated in 1926. Moving to Burma with the Manchester Regiment, while in Burma, he rode his motorcycle up and down almost the entire country. Exploring what it had to offer, he learned to play the bagpipes while he was there. Ah, I knew he had bagpipes. Yeah. In 1936, his extensive adventure became too great for the army, and he left moving to uh, something Kenya. Now, while there, he worked as a newspaper editor and a male model. Okay, that I did not said know. Male model? Yes, yes, I, he was a male model. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is what it says here. Broadsword, baby, basket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to touch my longbow? Oh, gross! Oh God! <laughs> don't, don't forget the quiver. Oh, the quiver. <laughs> we can blow on my pipes all oh, night. Oh, now you're just. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. Where were we? Um, and he worked it as a newspaper editor and a male model. All right, and <laughs> <laughs> okay, you keep reading. I'll be right back. Okay, all right. Now he put his archery and bagpipe skills to work during this time as an actor. Uh, wow, he was an actor. Um, he appeared in two films: *The Thief of Baghdad* and uh, *A Yank at Oxford*. Before moving on from the film industry, he did not, however, give up his talents as he competed in the military piping competition, taking second place. Um, that is in the World Archery Championships in Oslo, Nor- uh, Norway. Now, Churchill's adventure spirit was put on a hold in 1939 at the dawn of World War II. After Germany invaded Poland, he resumed his post in the British Army, this time as part of the British Expeditionary Force to France. During one of his force raids, he ambushed a German patrolman, shooting him with a barbed arrow. His shot earned him the title of the only British soldier to have felled an enemy with a longbow during the war. After serving the British Expeditionary Force, Churchill volunteered for the Commandos, a special forces division dedicated to carrying out raids against German-occupied areas of Europe. 
Were they the precursors of the SAS? Do you know? I sorry. I think so. I, I honestly I do think so, and I think it might mention this a little bit later. Hey, oh. don't fall. Okay. Um. Where was I? Where was I? <coughs> oh yeah. As a as a as a commando, Churchill gained notary for uh, charging into battle, playing the bagpipes, and throwing grenades. I love this guy even more. Churchill led the commandos across Europe from Norway to Italy to Yugoslavia all the way around with his longbow, bagpipes, and a Scottish broadsword. At one point, as he was marching through Sicily with only a sword, he and a corporal managed to capture 42 German soldiers. Jesus. <laughs> um... At one point during a commando raid, Churchill's team was ambushed. The Germans launched a mortar shell that killed or wounded the entire team. Churchill miraculously managed to escape death as, as he was a little ways away from his camp playing the bagpipes. Though he was captured by the Germans and sent to the... Sashwit... Uh, Swansea's special. What the hell are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> None of it sounds the same. <laughs> uh, some German concentration camp that I cannot pronounce. Spell it. S a c h s e n h a u s e n. Yeah, I don't know. Sachsenhausen, <laughs> Sachsenhausen. Okay. <laughs> Though he was captured by the Germans and sent to a concentration camp. How's that? Much better? No, okay. We're good. However, it seemed that no concentration camp strong enough to hold a man like Jack Churchill. Just days after being captured, Churchill and another army officer crawled under the wire fence and threw an abandoned drain to escape the camp. They even managed to make it almost all the way to the Baltic coast on foot before being picked off or picked up near the city of Rostock. Now, though they've been re uh, captured, they were soon released after a, sym a sympathetic army unit called off the SS guards. After his release, Churchill walked 93 miles to uh, Verona, Italy, to meet up with the American troops. Damn, By walked 93 miles. <laughs> Just a sh little stroll, yeah. Yeah, minute. Just to just to get back in the war. I mean, that's that's about two miles as long as you don't have tough terrain, because you can do fifty miles in a day. No, you could maybe do fifty miles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with my back nowadays, probably twenty-five. I think right now, but yeah, despite Still got being me beat by a good twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Now, despite being captured twice, Churchill remained in the army. In 1944, just months after being reunited with the American forces, he was sent to Burma to participate in the land battles against Japan. However, by the time he had arrived, the war was ending at Nagasaki and Hiroshima had just been bombed. According to fellow soldiers, Churchill was disappointed in the sudden end of the war and exclaimed, if it wasn't for those damn Yanks, we could have kept the war going another ten years. Damn. Yes. <laughs> I like this guy even more. So in order to continue his adventure, explore a lifestyle, 
Churchill qual uh, got qualified as a parachutist and joined the Highland Light Infantry, moving to British-occupied Palestine to train with the Army against the Arab forces. While there, he coordinated rescue efforts and evacuation efforts for civilians and Jewish citizens who were under attack. After his time in active duty military, he moved to Australia, where he became an instructor for the military school there. It was also where he took up surfing. He studied the techniques, and upon returning to England, he became the first person to ride the River uh, Severin's Tidal Boar, which I have no clue where that is or heard about it, but I'm sure it's impressive knowing Jack Churchill. Um, eventually, even Jack Chur Churchill realized it was time to slow down, and in 1959, at the age of 53, he officially retired from the Army. However, he remained as eccentric as he always had. Every time he would take the train from the city to his home, he would toss his briefcase out the window. When questions why he would do such a thing, he explained to the conductors that he was simply throwing a briefcase onto his own backyard so he wouldn't have to carry it home from the station. Aside from throwing personal belongings for the moving train cars, Jack Churchill spent his retirement years sailing the Thames and playing the radio-controlled model warships. In 1996, at the age of 89, he passed away, leaving behind his legacy as one of the most eccentric badasses of all time. Hell yeah. Definitely a badass in my books. Yeah. Bagpipes, a broadsword, a longbow, and a battle. What a beast. Yes. He's not the one who was, like, shot. No, no, it's a different guy. Yeah, I think it was a different guy that was shot. I'm trying to think of uh, like who you're shot, talking shot about. Like every limb, and he lost an eye. And, frankly, I enjoyed the war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was actually an American, if I remember right. Um, you know what? I'm, I have to look that up because I, I was thinking about that earlier, and I could not remember his name. Because I thought he fought in like World War One, World War Two, other skirmishes. I forget. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, have to look that up, brother. Have you seen that? Uh, my I, I thought I mentioned this to you last time. Maybe I didn't. Uh, this movie my dad watched about some twelve-year-old joined the Navy in like I think it was World War Two. It's on Netflix. And when they found out his age, like he was decorated and everything, and they found out his age and threw him in jail. Hmm. That does sound familiar. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's like Heart something. Heart, you know, I don't remember. But yeah, he mentioned that to me. I was like, damn, I got to check that out. Hey, check your messenger real quick. Look at that picture. This is a picture of your dog licking its ass and will be so upset. No. <laughs> That's creepy. I know, that mask. That's super creepy. Okay, oh, folks, this is like a little furry, like, cute little bear mask, but it has, like, bloody, sharp teeth. Yeah, that isn't a cute little bear mask. I mean, it kind of does if you don't stare at the teeth and the eyes. Yeah, well, don't look it in the face, and it's just adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i was trying to uh talk to uh explain the story and read it 
you know, I'm sitting out of the corner of my eye. He just kind of slowly sit, you know, sitting up or standing up on a couch and just staring at me just real quietly. I was like, yeah, you little creep. That is creepy. I know. He's my (laughs) son, so. Let me tell you about Boots Void. Nice. I think it's Boots. Might be Bots because it has two little dots over the O's. I don't know what those do to the mouse sound. So whatever, I'm calling it Boots Void. It's also its other name is also called the Great Void. And it's like this enormous semicircle region of space and it contains only a few galaxies. Uh, it's located near the constellation what I'm gonna say is Boots, hence the name. Hey, so it works out. It's near a constellation they gave it that name. Uh <clears throat> Boots Void is roughly 330 million light years in diameter. It's one of the largest known voids in the universe, consisting of 0.27%. So just over a quarter of a percent of the diameter of the observable universe. (laughs) To me, that that seems minuscule. I mean, doesn't that seem, you know... A quarter of a percent. Aye. But then again, when you think of it in terms as the entire observable universe, that's pretty big when you think about it. Slightly. <clears throat> they also call it the super void. Ooh. Super void. Super void. Uh, it was discovered originally by Robert Kirchner. And get this, 1981. Uh, in 1987, uh, several galaxies, a total of eight actually, were discovered by uh, a group of astronomers, Jay Moody, Robert Kirchner, uh, G. McElpine, S. Gregory, blah, blah, blah. Uh, by 1997, over 60 galaxies had been discovered. <clears throat> Greg Alderling uh, is an astronomer, stated... Uh, talking about the size of the void, if the Milky Way, our galaxy, were in the center of the void, the very middle of it, we wouldn't have known other galaxies existed until the 1960s. Hmm. It is it is that devoid of galaxies. Uh Inside the void, there is one galaxy approximately every 10 million light years. It's four times farther away than the Andromeda galaxy is from Earth. Which of the galaxies is it that looks like a horse? Huh? Is a galaxy looks like a horse? Or maybe it's like a cluster cloud or something. Are you talking about a constellation? No. What was that? It didn't. It, it fell by itself. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not something I laugh about. But okay. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> it kept going places. <laughs> it fell by itself. Wait, wait. What? <laughs> so anyway, so this uh, in 1997 they had found 60 galaxies. Now, according to its size, the void should actually contain 2,000 galaxies. Wow. That's in relative terms of space used in, well, space. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just it, this interesting thing. Like, 
because I was even talking to my wife about it, and I was like, well, why is there nothing there? I was like, did it not not enough detrius and chemicals and stuff from the Big Bang just not group there for some reason? Was there maybe a black hole there before that has since collapsed in on itself enough to actually, you know, it doesn't pull anymore? You know, what happened? I just, I think that's interesting. Black hole. I like the black hole theory. Or, or the flat earth theory. Oh my God, with the flat earth. <laughs> oh, God. I have to do an episode with the Flat Earth. We have to. And I will totally hear you out. And Space Juice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, we'll do a Flat Earth. (laughs) May, it's just... I I just see us screaming at each other for an hour. (laughs) Like, honestly, that's what I... Every time I think about doing that episode, I'm like, we are just going (laughs) to yell at each other and yell at each other. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I have to make sure to have a couple beers first before we start that. Yeah, we got to be in a good place mentally before we go into that one. (laughs) Otherwise, it's going to be a freaking shit show. (laughs) What a, what a, uh, I'm curious, is that story over? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, kind of reminds me. I, there was another uh, space one. About, I forgot what it was, but particular like galaxy or something. I'll have. I don't remember the details. I'll look it up here later. Um, now, podcast. Do you listen to other podcasts? I do. Okay. Let's let's hear it. Which ones do I listen to? Yes. Well, I read. I, I guess you could say I read Dark Fives because those are all written anyway. Well, they're actually, well, that are on the YouTubes. Yeah, well, I mean, even on the YouTube ones, you got to read them. So I don't get a lot of chance to see the stuff in the background. So I say I, I read that one. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's true. I was trying to get you to see YouTubes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, totally failed me. I'm sorry. But, uh, I, I like creepy pasta, but I know a lot of that seems like such, like it's college kids writing stories. Yes, yeah, I, I kind of think that. You know, so I, I like his stuff, but I just like you know I like that just when I'm kind of bored and want something to listen to while I clean. You know, they're kind of eerie. I enjoy that. <clears throat> I, <laughs> um, the Super Carlin Brothers. Are probably ones you don't listen to because it's a lot of Harry Potter, yeah, and I, stuff like that. <laughs> ne- ne- never heard of that, to be honest. Yeah, uh, they're they're pretty great because me and my wife do Harry Potter once a year. We watch all the movies back to back, and you know, kind of get into a thing with it. So I liked looking up that stuff because then I could give her trivia. You know, and that was it was always kind of fun during the movie to pause it and be like, "Oh, by the way, you know, when they do this, and you could tell her something." I always thought that was kind of neat. She probably friggin' hates it. Huh. Like he he keeps stopping this damn movie to tell me this bullshit. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> yeah, that I would, I'd kill you too. Uh, another one I like is Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link. 
don't know if you've ever uh, watched that one much. They do some uh, pretty funny stuff with like food challenges and stuff like that. Hmm. Huh. Uh, and I'm big into facts. Another one of mine is uh, the 50 Amazing Facts guy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My my gen- now there's of course a lot of YouTube channels I look on, but as far as podcasts, I uh, I say Spotify is the normal program that I'll use. Other po- uh, podcast addict I might use if it's not on Spotify, but um, there's a couple of them like um, these murder ones and and type ones. I started getting into my wife started me on like uh, my favorite murder with um, it's basically two. Two women, I think they're like New Yorkers, or they're—I don't know. They each episode they talk about themselves and murders, so <laughs> it's not—it's not bad. More women tend to like that than men. Um, let's see what else. There's a few similar to that, like um, let's see here, Sword and Scale. They have some pretty creepy stuff on there. Um, if you get a chance, yeah, if you get a chance, listen to episode 20 on uh, that one will, that one will kind of gross you. There is one episode on the sort of scale that personally bothered me to where I could not finish it. Oh. And that was because it was an actual recording of a mother killing her kids. Oh my God. Yeah. I now, yeah, there's another one here called, um... Oh, God, where is it? Uh, something Garage. True Crime Garage. They got some pretty good stuff. That was actually one of the first ones I started listening to. I really like them. Um, there's these great guys called... Uh, it's called Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. <laughs> I highly recommend these dudes. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, the Morning Dump. Uh, they haven't, the last episode was like two years ago, but I, I, I love the dude just rants about everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> See, I listen to, I like Bill Burr Bill because Burr. I love it when he just wants to, the comedian Bill Burr. Yes. Yes. Like he, he does a podcast and I tell you, I love it because he just goes off on stuff, but he doesn't just go off. Like he loses his mind for <laughs> 20 minutes about an egg McMuffin and you just you're like oh I so feel this on an emotional level and so you just listen to him rant <laughs> 20 minutes and by the time he's done with it you're like you even feel cathartic like oh my god oh I've been wanting to get that out too <laughs> there's um there's just these guys that do kind of mysteries, look, uh, murders, crimes, and conspiracy. It's called Last Podcast on the Left. And at first, I didn't like them. It was kind of hard to follow them. But now, I love it. And it's, imagine some college guys that have aged 10, 15, 20 years. And just, they look random stuff up on the internet. Get completely trashed. And then talk about it online. But, yeah, last podcast on the left. Definitely like them. Um, kind of a nice play on the horror movie, Last House on the Left. 
Yeah, there's the one called Vanished. I, I definitely looked that one up in the Generation Y podcast. Um, now, if there's a few that I'll look on that actually have, I'll learn stuff. Like, for instance, Mike Rowe. He has a great one. They're all really short. It's called The Way I Heard It. I mean, it, the stuff on there is really good, and, and it's something like if you're if you're taking a dump, you know, the episode will end by the time you're done wiping. What's he talk about though? All kinds of stuff, man. It's just it's crazy. Um, is it just like advice or no? It's all like something that you learn. Like you may it may be something about Plato, for instance, and you'll learn something about Plato you had no clue about. You know. I mean, it, just something like that. It, it's it's and the way he talks, his voice is so. Oh, he's peaceful. got that. He's got that good talking voice. Put you to sleep right there. Oh my God! It is. It is. Oh, it's yeah. amazing voice. That man. That man can sexy talk me right in a dreamland. Yes, he could. Same here. Um, that's until I put my hand on his leg, and then it just kind of gets weird from. Yeah, that. you make it uncomfortable for him. I know. I do that to people. And. <sighs> Um, this, what's another one here? <laughs> okay. I'm honestly picturing you assaulting Mike Rowe in my head. Like, that's the picture I have of him, like, pushing you back, and you're just trying to get a kiss on him, like, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. There's a few others. <laughs> uh, stuff that they don't want you to know. Stuff you should know. Uh, and that's why we drink. Um, the Guide to the Unknown. Ridiculous History. Yeah. Um, cults. Um, detective. That's actually not bad. And uh, scare the hell out of me. Really? So many more than people know about. And I think we we use the word cult to mean like a very specific thing. When I think the word cult it's, has a much more general meaning. Oh, yeah, it does. Yes, so very much I think, so. I think we're all in a kind of cult in some way or another, you know, that we just don't recognize. But if, yeah, if I, I had a pick... just freak me out, that hive mind mentality. Yeah. Freaks me out. Here's where, if I'm going to pick one of these, you, you should try listening to a few episodes. It's the last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. Definitely check their stuff. I'm listening to a three-parter, a three-parter about Satan, uh, Satanism in the government. Oh. It's a three-parter, and it's hilarious. They talk about space Jews. Do they talk about, like, uh, Bohemian Grove and all that in there? I believe that does come up, along with uh, something about, like, Luciferian priests or something with crazy crazy eyebrows. I don't know about the eyebrows, but... Well, you'll you'll understand it if you listen to it. It is kind of funny. They do. They go into all kinds of things, like uh, the alien agenda, the the zombie apocalypse, uh, erratic behavior, Heaven's Gate, that cult. Um, Oh, they were whacked out. Cannibalism, um, the toy box killer, McCul- or uh, MK Ultra, like we talked about. Um, yeah. The BTK killer is a f- you know f- few on those. Um, well, have you watched that show um, that was out on Netflix, Mind Hunters? 
Yeah, yeah, with that big dude. Um, Ed Kemper. Uh, Ed Kemper. I was very, very impressed with it, actually. I didn't think I, I would. And I don't like watching new shows. It's just yeah, I have a couple shows that I'm trying to finish this season because I don't like watching something unless I can do the whole season and just binge it and get it over with. Yeah. But it's so just I like, do. you know, like everybody's got these new shows and I come on to watch it. I'm like, I can't even finish the last three. Because, <laughs> like, majority of the stuff that I want to watch, no one else has any interest in. Yeah, that's how it is in my house. It's like, yeah, same thing with like movies on Netflix or on Amazon. I like watching the horror movies. I want to watch this one. Uh, Mara. Is it Mara? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch that one. No one else wants to watch it with me. Have you seen Heredity? I think... I think we were talking about watching that one. Oh man, look, I'm telling you, it's a good movie. It's got a lot of nice spaced out scares. But if they did at the end, throughout the whole thing, that movie would have been a shit ton more scarier. Huh. Like, because I'm telling you, the last 20 minutes I was on edge. I enjoyed it. But I after it was over, I was like, they should have done so much more of that. Let's see here. What is it? Hereditary? Heredity. Heredity. Um, I'm going to have to search this one because I think... Uh, ah, there it is. Okay, I'm going to add this to the watch list. Yeah, Tony Collette's in there. I love is her. It on, is it on rent yet? Yes, it is. It's on rent. Okay. I usually wait till you can rent it because I don't feel like buying it. Unless it's, unless it's something, you know, like course masters of the universe i tried getting jagger to watch that last night the old one with dolph lundgren yeah courtney cox yeah yeah i i I tried to get him i you know because i watched it at that age matter of fact i watched it when he when i was younger than him i think i was wait no i was his age i was actually i was his age yeah when did um, that even come out Oh man, that was that out in. Uh, like that had to be like eighty-eight. Um, let me see here. See quotes trivia. Um, it wasn't eight nine. We, I, uh, shoot, hang on. Um, what do you mean release year doesn't say? Turn it. I'm. I'll, I'll Google this. But his hair, you know that hair. It's not even really a mullet. It's kind of like a partial mullet. I think I'm going to go ahead and turn, grow my hair like that way. Are you serious? Yeah. Like you're not messing around? No. That's weird, dude. I know. I mean, I'll respect you if you do it. <laughs> 1987. 87, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I was about to say, I thought I was about like eight, nine years old. Yeah, right around there. I don't know. I, I I've thought about doing something. Um, um, you've seen the hair, the like the little split thing with the headband that I do. You've seen that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was going eighties right there. What? <laughs> 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 that was hey, you know, and, and and it wasn't bad, you know. Sure, it wasn't. You look good. <laughs> I I'll send the picture to you. It's on Messenger right there with. With my uh, yellow shaded sunglasses. 
Why did I have yellow shaded sunglasses? Oh, no, your hair looks good like that. See? Yeah, you know, yeah. 80s. Bringing the 80s back. Yeah, that very shaggy, like, you were the kid on the dirt bike behind the bad guy on the dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the way to put it. And, and if you were in the credits, you'd be second dirt bike guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> it's, it's actually impressive. It's not bad. I I dig that. I could do that. Second hey, dirt dirt bike guy. I'm happy you have hair. I'm jealous you have hair. You know, and it's crazy because it's always so dry. It never stays where I want it. Yeah, mine didn't stay on my head either. Well, mine stays. It just it it does this thing. It never looks right, put it that way. Mine's never there. <laughs> it's 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 there, it's just under the skin. It's not, it's really not. <laughs> it's it's on your face is what it moved down to your face, is what happened. It's it's, it's making the slow migration south as I get older. <laughs> Pretty soon. I'm just gonna have like the world's hairiest ankles. This sucks. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, what did I close that? I want to see that. Okay, so... um, So... I just had something off the tip of my tongue. I don't remember what it is. My, my memory has gotten bad this week. It's awful. Uh, yeah, so you're just trying to... Man, let's be frustrated. Just like I start something and like I'll, I'll get interrupted to do something else. I'll totally forget about going back to it. Oh, it could be nice. minutes, hours, days even. Mm. Yeah, it's been getting worse lately. Driving me nuts. Oh, yeah, we're at the end of the show now, so oh. we're, we're going to go into like personal medical problems. Just That's right, the personal medical problem time. My memory and, uh, and Gravy's uh, lack of hair. Yeah. Yeah, now is the time we... <laughs> Start getting all old manish. <laughs> uh, I've had this pain in my back for like a week and a half. Actually, yeah, I've a little longer. I've actually been using a cane a lot, man. Oh, God. I'm gonna have to get you a cool cane, though. You know, I had a buddy of mine in Arizona. He got me a couple like wooden canes with like some of the carvings, mm -hmm. but the the weather is starting to you know fade those a little bit. I kind of wanted one with a sword, but... That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I might get arrested if I do that here. Nah. We'll make it look right. Make it look like a long like wooden staff that you walk with. And so it's got like a nice two-foot-long, beautiful carved piece of bamboo on the back. And that can be the actual handle. You know, it, I just thought of something. Uh, the Irish... Um, what was that old, the, uh, it was like an old wooden, like, club they used to beat people, and I guess got outlawed, so they started using it as a cane. Ah, there was a Are name, you, it started with a B. You're talking about, the, oh my god. I, I, but seriously, I was about to say it to you, and then this, you said it starts with a B. I think it starts with a B. Because <laughs> I was thinking of the, uh, 
Uh, why do I want to say it starts with an S? Possibly. Shillelaghs. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But they were basically like work, like what the Native Americans used, like war clubs. <laughs> that's what they were. It's just really heavy stick you whoop the hell out of somebody with. <laughs> it, they still work great. Well, you know, you can buy saps online for like nothing. Good lead and leather ones. Huh. Yeah. The black horn shillelagh. See, there you go. Well, like 40 bucks, I mean, to get a decent one. I mean, if you want to get Craftsman, you're going to spend like, you know, 80 bucks or more. But, you know, See, my, actually, my, you know, a decent one is about 50 bucks. You know, good, sturdy. My dad goes to, uh, huh? it's called a rendezvous. He goes there every April up in Maryland. And they're, they're always selling war clubs up there. Okay. I, I mean, beautiful, sturdy war clubs that you can get for like 80 bucks. Yeah, and I mean, I I would like because I always heft them up and see how hard they hit and if it feels like the handle would crack or is it sturdy enough. And I'll tell you, you'll pay eighty dollars for a good one, easy. Yeah, and that might not even be like stained the way you want it or lacquered or anything like that. Because I'd want to do that myself anyway. Yeah, I would too. I'm gonna have to look online here. I'm, uh, I'm curious. I, I don't want to spend nothing this month. All my my personal funding is already gotten to upgrade my aquarium. <laughs> one my one little sucker fish, whatever you want to call them. I don't even have a name for him yet. Let's see. He's a sucker fish. Kind of looks like a catfish. It's a, a bottom feeder. It's a. Um, I said bottom the name at the begin. The beginning. What was it called? Um, for some reason, Shillelagh just keeps going to my own over and over again. Thanks. Name him. Name uh, him Shillelagh. Yeah, <laughs> Shillelagh. Uh. Look at that. Two birds, one stone. Boom. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. A pleco. It's a pleco is what he is. That's right. A pleco. Yeah. That sounds a lot like that movie Apocalyptico. Yeah. Now, if everyone in Lizards, I could, I have an unlimited supply of those anoles, which is like a, a smaller version of a gecko, because geckos can get green and different colors. Yeah. And they're yeah, a little yeah. bigger, but anoles are smaller. They tend to be like a little... Uh, brownish, different shades of brown, mm -hmm. and smaller in size. I have a plethora of those. All right, you can't walk outside without mm -hmm. seeing them. I even see them inside the house, yeah. which I'm, I'm trying with them. Lizards as pets, you know. Like I wouldn't mind a bearded dragon or something. If we're gonna, you know, if we're gonna go lizard, let's go big lizard. You know, not the the komodo. You know, those things. Poisonous. Not the Komodo dragon. I mean, it's like just, an import and illegal animal, so my son can have a first pet that's not a dog. Dude, I watched a thing on it about like um, some I don't know what documentary thing where people and they're like insane pets, they're exotic pets, and mm -hmm. it was like always something bad happened, whether they get killed or whether you know they get sent to hospital. This one guy got eaten to death by because he had a, like half a dozen of them in his home. 
This is running loose. Dude, have you seen the movie? It's called The uh, The Freshman. Matthew Broderick. Uh, yes. Berto Kirby. I love that movie. And they're supposedly importing a Komodo dragon to, <laughs> to sell it to rich people so they can eat it. <laughs> oh my! I thought Marlon Brando was so brilliant in that, just completely mocking like his Godfather role. I, I I just thought that was a great movie. I thought everybody in it did so well. Yeah. All right, folks, it's uh, coming to the close of our little show, our little whatever you want to call it. Now it's time for so long. So we'll sing just one more song. Are we talking Steve-O? Steve? Steve? Yes! Oh, well-remembered Blues I cannot find his shirt, man. I have been trying to find that exact shirt. I found it one time online, and it's sold out. I want to be Steve for Halloween once. With the green and the white? Yeah, the exact pattern. It has to be exact. I couldn't find the exact shirt. My son's first first birthday party was a blues clues birthday yeah if you folks so don't know blues clues okay a lot like it yeah blues clues if you guys don't know it's a kid for sh- it's a show for kids and steve there was two guys steve was the first one the other guy was steve joe. And joe yeah i didn't care for joe at all i thought he was just no yeah no uh, i didn't like him and then you always had the letter song yeah, but uh, but yeah. So his first birthday party, I had, and I even uh, my wife even got me the uh, the couch tablet to write in that I had in my back pocket and everything. Oh, it was so cool! Yeah, my boy got one of those too, with yeah. uh, the crowns and everything. Yeah. Ah, uh, Steve, Steveo, Steve. Uh, I keep saying Steveo. Um, see, blues, clues, shirts. Maybe it's back at, ooh, wait a minute. Walmart? There it is. Totally. Oh, shit. Yeah, JCPenney's. Wait, no, that's J. Crew. What is J. Crew? J. Crew is what kind of like middle class people wear, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been middle class. Me either. Oh, I'm upper middle lower class. Okay, like I'm still, I'm still peeking over the edge. Okay, so we have uh, um, for what I'm seeing here, it it you can get it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get it. I have to. <coughs> and uh, means that the poor boy's gonna have to dress up like blue. Okay. That's an awesome family costume. Your wife oh, yeah. can be magenta. Who? Or make her be magenta. The other do- there's another dog. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Magenta. Then you got sprinkles, which is the one, the white one with the dots. And then you could also make her be like bucket or shovel, or salt or pepper. Hmm. <laughs> There was another one. I think it was the soap. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't remember, soap and rag or something like that. God, it's been forever. Thank God I don't watch that anymore. <laughs> I know. It gets so annoying just to keep watching it because of kids. I, know, I like know. he wears a rugby shirt. So, y'all, you know what? Okay, folks, we're going to end this here because uh, time is running out. You know, we just, we're going to get you all excited about Blue's Clues and uh, looking up Steve's shirt. It's a rugby shirt. Just Google so you know what it looks like. Okay, we've got to go, folks. Exactly. The green, do shade of green with a little bit of cream color. All right, folks, hey, take care of yourself. Treat each other good. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a douchebag. And do something for somebody. All right, man. All right, see you, brother. Don't be a douchebag. All right, bye bye.